Welcome to the Kaibass Nation. Kayak Bass Nation is presented by Dugout Bait and Tackle. Go to dugoutfishing.com to find everything you need for your next kayak bass fishing tournament. Hope you enjoy the show. Jeff Malat, Lunch Money Lambert, Also sponsored by Revo Sunglasses. Go to Revo.com, use code KBN25 to save 25% off your next order. Revo, best lenses on earth. Also sponsored by Western Sun Vodka. Go to westernsundistillery.com and use the bottle finder to find a bottle near you. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live. Happy Monday. Hope everybody had a great Monday to start to the week. Ryan's on the road. What's up, Ryan? How you doing today? Uh, in tropical Memphis, Tennessee, man, just soaking tropical it up. Kind of was tropical today. It's finally hot. Mm-hmm. No more rain and cold. It's hot. It's straight I checked summer. the broken bow forecast. So we had a tournament on Chick Saturday, and I froze to death because apparently I can't read the weather, so I wore shorts. It was like 55 and blowy. But uh, I checked I checked uh, broken bow, and it's like 80s, like mid to upper 80s all yeah. week. So no yeah, rain here for time. me, so it's going to rain for sure. Yeah, it's going to be a good time on Broken Bow. It's Broken Bow Week. We got Luke Arian. We're going to have him in here in a second to talk about Broken Bow and, and the event they're running concurrent with it. Uh, we always like to touch on a few things before we do that. And, of course, tonight is the big springtime call-in show. We do three or four of these a year. So tonight we're doing the call-in show. The show is all about you guys that watch on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, if you're over there watching on Twitter, all you have to do is, is go to YouTube or Facebook to get the link. But click the link and get in the waiting room, and you can call in and – have a take, man. Argue with us. Keep it bring live. up your event. Yeah, bring up an event that you've got coming up. Ask a question, whatever. We want to talk to you guys tonight because all of you on YouTube and Facebook make this thing happen. Make it make, make the it world fun. Go so, around. Yeah, yeah. So before that, we always like to touch on a few things. I guess the big news was of the weekend was uh, uh, we almost lost a legend in the kayak fishing world. Dude, golly, uh, I I got message. I guess it was maybe is yesterday or Saturday. Anyway. Uh, one of the Florida guys is like, dude, Conrad was in a bad wreck. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, he flipped his truck three or four times. Like everything's gone, like lost everything. You know, we're trying to get some stuff together, whatever. I mean, I love ribbon Conrad 10,000%. I would never, ever wish anything bad actually happened to him or any, anybody else in our community, honestly. So I was like, man, let's, let's make a couple phone calls. So called Donnie at Douglas rods. He's like done we're shipping it to him i'll ship it tomorrow i called uh, brad at plano same deal he's like i got a ton of 3700 sitting right here heading his way uh, we're gonna get some some bait packages together uh hopefully christine's working on some left-handed reels because <laughs> because of course conrad would be left-handed i've got a million right-handed reels in the garage uh but we're trying to get some stuff together get conrad back on the scene i told him i don't want him getting his ass whooped on the excuse that he doesn't have the gear so we're gonna outfit conrad just right so he has no excuse yeah he probably don't want me telling what he sent me the message when i sent a dm to check on him but he said the first thing he did when he climbed out of that truck was check his hair and crotchal region then he was okay <laughs> after that <laughs> he told me that uh not to worry that that his hair and face was intact so yeah. that's good he yeah. said he was holding on to the steering wheel so tight he never even moved yeah and he didn't have his glasses with him as usual so those are okay too they're fine back well i was so. wondering if it was those shaggy ass rays that run him off in the ditch in the first place he probably couldn't see and just hit the eject button 
Yeah, but yeah, awesome. And like I said, last show we talked about how, at least for me, I got to meet Conrad in person finally at Ufala. Awesome dude, humble dude, funny as hell online, so glad he's all right. And, and good on you, Ryan, for using some of your leverage to get him hooked up with yeah. replacing his gear and stuff. And he's like, man, I don't need anything. I appreciate it. And I said, I'm not good at sitting still, buddy, so we're going to we're gonna get something rolling here. Yeah, man, awesome. Uh, we got folks on YouTube and Facebook coming in. Make sure, like I said, this is the call-in show, so once we get to going with with uh, Luke here, make sure you click on the link and, and call in. That's open to anybody, local tournament directors, national tournament directors, you know, people that just need to get their voice heard on some stuff. Yeah, you want to call out. in and scold us about something? Do that do too. It. Yeah, it'd be, be great. Yeah, it'd be fun. But uh, Jeff's Luke, hot on the Jeff's hot on the X button too. So yeah, yeah. Now we ain't gonna meet you. We, we want to have that. Uh, before we get Luke in here, he's just stepped away from his camera. There. We always want to thank our sponsors, of course, uh, Western Sun Vodka, drink of choice. I'm gonna bring a load of that down to to Broken Bow this week. Uh, Revo sunglasses, which is tonight, the big Revo sunglasses giveaway. Any pair you want off their website, I'll give you a code after the show once we pick our best call of the night. That's how we're going to do it. We'll hook you up there. And then dugout bait and tackle. And Ryan, I had a sale I was going to throw up, but Steve DM me and said, no, scratch that. <laughs> he said, scratch that. That's not live yet. It's no, we've got to wait a week or two. So, uh, but I did want to mention dugout and dugoutfishing.com. Uh, if you saw Steve Owens posted about the uh, cart he was using, uh, boondock scupper cart for his boat and uh, all the carts they're carrying. They even have the fancy new catch cart. Over I there, was going to say, now listen, I, I ain't trying to hype nothing for free here. Uh, Duke can send me a check if he wants to. Uh, I used that little catch cart the other day when I was down there uh, testing out the old NAR, and uh, it's pretty heavy duty. I'm not going to lie. Things pretty heavy duty. I do, I do like the usability of it. It's much easier, obviously, to utilize than uh, a scupper cart is. You just throw your big ass boat right over on top of it and, and you're good to roll. So good job. I don't know. I mean, I, I probably myself ain't dropping 500 bucks on one, but, uh, you know, if you do, you're getting a good quality product. They ought to send this one for testing, right? For that, yeah, for that, for that for sure. plug right there. Yeah. Uh, you're welcome. uh, John Allen's in the comments. I see you, John I'm pulling for your Mavericks, big Luca fan. Uh, but just for you, John, I got this vintage Jordan Wheaties box out of my collection and put it up right here for you to look at tonight. So I know you'll be happy about that. But let's uh, let's get Luke in here, man. And we'll maybe let's we'll start it. getting let's some callers. Hang on a second. Every time it's like the first time with this uh, whole layout, right? There he is, <laughs> Luke Arian. What's up, my man? Hey, how's it going, guys? All right. So we're we're heading your way here in a few days, man. We wanted to have you on to talk about the event you guys are hosting and just preview Broken Bow a little bit. So, what's it looking like down there? It's been been super high for a couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, I've heard super high. We're looking at. I think the last I checked was a little bit over four feet high, which is, uh, you know, most people kind of get a little wary of four feet high water, but for broken bow, uh, that's, that's really good water to fish. That's some of most people's favorite fishing, but broken bow fish is really good whenever it's flooded. Uh, because it, I mean, normally it's super clear. A lot of the people that were here last year can attest to how clear it was, but it's even even clear whenever it's flooded you know it doesn't make a lot of sense but down towards the dam it clears up a lot and then all those fish will sit there and stack up inside that uh that brush and everything that's all new and flooded yeah so it's that, not like uh, sam rayburn right where it's going to go miles back in the woods because it's a mountain lake so it just kind of climbs the climbs the bank a little bit right yeah because it's a high most of oklahoma lakes are highland reservoir lakes so instead of kind of reaching far like Fort Gibson's kind of like that it'll stretch really far back in the creek coves and stuff and it'll you can you know go for miles 
you know, in one foot to two foot of water, not like broken bow, broke bows, really deep, clear water. And then it also, you know, the banks are really, really steep. So it, when it climbs, it just climbs up more than out. I feel silly saying this, but I actually brought my fish finder for this tournament. So oh. hopefully I won't need it, but I, I hope it works out for you. <laughs> it better it better i hope i hope them fish are high as the water and they're they're just dilling around starving to death up in the bushes yeah yeah it should be good i'm i'm gonna be excited for it uh just just because the last showing that you know we had out there wasn't the best showing i mean people caught a lot of fish which is to be expected with the field that we have but not near as many that you would normally see for that time of the year and especially this time of the year, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to see numbers, a lot of numbers coming in. And then you'll see those occasional big fish that it's known for. Uh, That's what I was going to ask. Is this a big fish? Like, I don't have any previous knowledge at all of Broken Boat. Is this a big fish factory? I mean, as far as Oklahoma Lakes goes, is this one that people are like, oh, that there's some giants on Broken Bow? So it's so far down south that a lot of people don't like to – really go there but it's good enough to where people from texas come up to fish it so there's that you know if people from texas are leaving their stuff and coming up to oklahoma to fish it it speaks volumes now that, i heard it's like the dallas desperate housewives destination like they all go to vacation at, at broken bow have girls trips and whatnot now, i can't speak for that side of <laughs> that's probably side. accurate that's probably accurate <laughs> we're gonna get sanderson to call in in a minute he'll let us know <laughs> He definitely, there's definitely some Sasquatches out there. I know that. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're still talking about the wives or what are you talking about? Never mind. You know, I mean, it is wild country. Yeah. You know, they, <laughs> We're going to leave Dylan at home on this one. <laughs> yeah, but, but getting back to the, the quality of the fish down there at Broken Bow, I, I think that the quality of fish over at Broken Bow, I mean, it, it's had multiple state records pulled out of it at several times throughout its system of keeping state record fish i mean currently it's beat out by a really small lake uh over in southern oklahoma and, and southern oklahoma produces our largest bass i know i know grand lake is known for its big bass tournaments and stuff like that but if you're looking for quality largemouth bass then southern oklahoma is where it's at and broken bow is right inside that category and it's so it, it, there's so much undeveloped land out there that it doesn't get the pressure that people think so it's not constant daily pressure from you know people just driving in and from wherever and fishing it or fishing yeah. from their docks because there is no docks out there yeah that's what people don't realize man there's one marine on the lake there's no docks it's yeah. not near a major metroplex of any kind really so nobody's just rolling over after work and fishing it uh i think i told ryan i think you know 80 percent of the field or more ought to have a limit both days in this tournament it's just who catches the biggins I'd be surprised. I'd be honestly surprised if it wasn't upwards of 90%, to be honest with you. I mean, so if, if you don't really... have a limit on Broken Bow, quit fishing, fools. You're in the wrong sport. I... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bust out the net. Just bust out the net. It's, all I'm it's already busted, player. It's tied on in the parking lot right now. <laughs> it's busted, baby. Yeah, I mean, there's so many spots out there, and not just spots, but good spots. And good smallmouth, too. But the, that fishery is so diverse. I'm, I'm excited to see what people can pull out of there. Now I know Ryan's freaking out. I said smallmouth. He's probably going to head way up in the creek chasing them, but 
you know, this isn't Tennessee. That's not You're how not it wrong, Playboy. <laughs> You're not wrong. I, I still got to give it a shot. I can't do it. Knowing that there's smallmouth there, I can't not try it. So one day of oh, free fishing, we'll go to getting schooled by some little baby Oklahoma smallmouths. Hey, Scotchy Scotch guy, he's come in second a few times. Never, I think every time he had a big smallmouth in his limits. So. Really? Okay. All right. Yeah. Scotch's, Scotch's entire fleet of guide kayaks i believe have came from broken boat yeah i do remember i do remember that i thought that was a lake i couldn't remember if that yep. was it or not it was always him and g going back and forth right no uh g i think he only came there he, he just came once and won the tournament and left that's what that was no but scotch he's gotten second there multiple times i don't think he ever won it and it's been a scatter of people who have won it and you're one of them luke you're one of them, big boy. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. I was hoping to be a double whammy, but COVID happened and and, and shut it down. It was it was a great tournament series called uh, Beaver Thin Kayak Classic. We'd average about 120 something. That well, maybe 120 was the max that I saw. And, it was uh, always over 100, and it was kind of nobody talked about that tournament. And that was before big tournaments really started being all over the place, right? I mean, yeah, there wasn't a lot of tournaments pulling 100 plus, and that one always did. Yeah, and the payout was five thousand dollars to first place, and it was a guaranteed uh, Hobie uh, Outback, brand new Hobie Outback for second place. Third place was, I believe, a Jackson kayak. Big Bass was a Makes Jackson sense. kayak. Everybody that entered that tournament walked out with a prize, and that tournament was held by one of our biggest sponsors in Oklahoma called T Tulsa Kayak or OKC Kayak. Uh, his name's Dave Lindo. He, he's a great guy. He he supported so many charities with the money that went towards that that tournament. And it was it was sad to see it, you know, deteriorate with COVID, much like everything else did. But I mean, the lives that it changed was phenomenal. We I think we donated like almost fourteen thousand dollars to How one year. Uh, the year before was Boys and Girls Club of America, I believe. And I mean, they, they had uh, Ronald McDonald House down there one year and had some of the people from the place come tell some stories. It was pretty, it was wild. It was good stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's such a great cause. Beautiful fishing. I mean, granted, the tornadoes were there and every year <laughs> and the rain was there. But uh, I mean, it was, it was uh, memorable for sure. Yeah. We loved it. What do you think it's is going to win? I want to know like stringer guess overall, and then I want to know big bass guess for this event. What do you feel like in your heart of hearts? My heart of hearts. I've had this discussion all week with people, and uh, I honestly think it's going to be one eighty five is going to win it, and I think that big fish is going to be upwards of twenty three, twenty four. Every time. I, I was going to say, Luke, every time that they've had a tournament there, it's 23-plus that wins a big bass. Yep. I don't want to jinx it, but every time there's been a tournament there, it's been like that almost. I forget what Justin Brewer caught last year for big bass. I believe he – no, Tuvu had it, big bass, with a 23-inch yeah. large mount. He's from Oklahoma. He's We've been waiting on like a bust-out, show-your-ass tournament, and obviously Toledo Bend – Hurt a lot of feelings because that cold front and wind came in and <laughs> ripped us apart. Santee, we thought we were getting out of it because the elite smashed the week before we were there. Cold front and wind, 40 mile an hour comes in. Uh, we went to Ufala. Ufala was just Ufala, so that killed us. And yeah. now, I mean, this could be this could be the first like big 
breakout tournament of the 2022 season. I think I think it's setting up nicely. The weather looks great. You say the water's high. Willie Nelson's high. So we're going to get out there and have a good time in Oklahoma, I feel like. I don't know if it's as high as Willie Nelson, but, you know, I mean, it, it could be high as someone else. I don't, I don't know. Hey, Luke, over on YouTube, Robert asked if you remember or know that it's 14 pound, three, 13 ounce, the broken bow record. It held the state record for a while, right? Uh, I'm not for sure, but I know it was – Dude, that's Bobby Tinker. That ain't Robert. Don't call him Robert. That's Bobby Tinker. That's a homeboy from Chattanooga, man. All right, all right. Bobby Tattoo Tinker. artist extraordinaire. I do believe it was over 13 pounds for sure, uh, but I, I can't I want to say Sanderson or Guillermo caught it like a 12-pounder. It, it, I think they were together on like a dude's trip or whatever, and they caught like a 12-something just dragging a worm on a pontoon boat or something if I don't miss completely that's not much of that right. story. That's not, it's usually how 12-pounders are caught, half drunk dragging a worm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, big bass coming in. Let's go. Yeah. What time do they eat? I'm looking for like that 930, 930 to 1 range. I th they're going to be eating all day. I okay. guarantee okay. it. All right. It's going to be a water. It. Guaranteed it. I'm done. Let's go. Yeah. It's going to be a water depth thing, I think. Once you once you find them, it's going to be a water depth deal. Okay. All right. And it'll be it, it'll be a patternable lake. That's what I like about it. Once you pattern them in, it's it's on. There you okay. go, guys. Okay. That's that's the record from Broken Bow. It was 27 and 3 30 seconds of an inch, 14 pounds, 13. <laughs> third, third, uh, 14 pounds, 13 ounces. Caught. They even tell you right here, man, on a rage crawl on 15-pound big game. On big game. Damn. Yeah, right there he is. My, that's boy, a yeah. my boy out there broke. Throwing big <laughs> shit. Probably drunk, him, as Luke Get said, him so. a sponsor, yeah. yeah. He had to be at his damn catfish rod out there. Getting rid of all my sunline right now, throwing on big game. I will be damned. That's, Wait a minute. Uh, we got Bobby Tinker on the Facebook and Robert Tinker on the YouTube. What are they doing to us? Okay, he's, hey, he's, he's in two places at once. Now you see me, now you don't, son. Yeah. <laughs> you know where we don't see him? In kayak fishing tournaments. He used to kick our <laughs> ass when we started kayak fishing. Bobby, get you a boat and get back out here, man. Come on. So, Luke, before we start taking any callers, tell us what you guys are doing in conjunction because there's going to be an opportunity to double dip, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, so – we at Oklahoma Kayak Anglers, I'm one of the board members with Oklahoma Kayak Anglers. We run a, uh, I like to think of us as a pretty solid club over here in Oklahoma. We have uh, a lot of big name sponsors. We have Dobbins, we have Yak Attack, we have, um, we have Amped Outdoors, Motley Fishing. We have Nab Attack, which is one of our local tackle sponsors out there. All these people are giving us donations. We have Flambeau who gave us a lot of donations to give for these tournaments as well. Uh, Flambeau is, we're actually going to be, uh, raffling, not raffling, but giving away a couple, uh, door prizes, uh, for people that enter the Hobie BOS tournament and the Oklahoma kayak angler tournament only. So if you run those in conjunction, we got some prizes just for you as well as people that are local club members as well. But, uh, we're running, going to be running the same rules as a uh, Hobie BOS, nothing different, same lines in same takeoff, everything exactly the same. Uh, we'll be, uh, you can find us on our Facebook uh, to follow our captain's meeting, see if we have any special notes or anything like that. But we, we want you to sign a waiver, uh, make sure that you guys, you know, eliminate all that liability situation. And uh, most of all, uh, sign up on Tourney X and it'll be open up until lines in. Basically, you can sign up until lines in. Uh, we pay out 80% uh, of our payouts. 
Uh, we're really transparent about it. And um, top, we usually have about 75 anglers fishing our tournaments uh, on average and uh, travel all over Oklahoma and fish. And payouts typically are about $900 roughly for first place, and we pay top 10% of people. So you'll probably do 120, 130 on this one. I imagine I'm I'm hoping we're going to be reaching over a hundred. Uh, I'd say you'll bust a hundred, yeah. Yeah, and, and that'll be a great payout. We'll be paying out probably that'll be about thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars for payout. Big bass is uh, automatically you're entered in for big bass in our tournaments. Ten dollars from your entry fee goes straight to big bass. So 120 people, that's 1200 bucks just for one big fish. Hey, that's my shit right there. I like yeah. your that's style. The power, that's the power. I like whatever your Whatever it is. The Dakota big bass guy. That's right. Yeah. Uh, like what, is it just one day, Luke? Is it running yeah. just one day yeah. or both days? Right. Yeah, just one day. Um, Identifier will be released on the, the tournament app. Um, and pretty, pretty plain cut and simple. Awesome. I guess I, I like it, man. Up. I like I it. If somebody up. will take, if, if the people's champ will text me what feats they're in, I'll sign up for that. <laughs> Mavs and six. God, these Allen's. Is he actually coming <laughs> up? I, I, I heard rumors amongst the mail. Hey, the boy done messaged me asking for the address. He said he's getting Ooh. in Thursday. I think third. No, he's coming up Friday. I'm sorry. Friday. He's staying with what? you. Well, I mean, he can, if he wants to, we got a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> He's more than welcome to slide through. Uh, no, he's coming up. We're gonna, we're gonna, I'm sure, get together and and talk some trash in person. So yeah, can't wait to meet Clifton Allen for the first time ever. I hope John Allen comes and stands on the bank with pom poms and just cheers for him the whole time. <laughs> uh, also, uh, our weigh in is going to be at the uh, Hochatown Saloon on hey. Saturday. Whoa, hey. hey. I'll be there whether I'm fishing the tournament or not. <laughs> what time, Luke? Hey, at 4 p.m. So, I mean, Lambert might be just rolling up at that time. <laughs> yeah, getting we'll started. Up off the floor or something. You never know. Uh, I don't know. My man just upped his entry fees right there, getting no, the, the saloon I, I on board. Stay, I stay up till about 3 a.m. I get horizontal after that. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. It's going to be a fun time, man. I, I expect to see Luke towards the top of the leaderboard for both days uh, and that event and several other Oklahoma guys. I got some. Is Jeff Hur in this one, Luke? Is he coming? Uh, is he, does he fish anymore? <laughs> I love it. Uh, I say the same thing to him. Yeah. That's why. I love it. Uh, you know, he's one of those guys that uh, waits for the last second. I believe he signed up for the Hobie BOS, so okay. he had to sign up early. So it, it's great for him to have to show his cards early on yeah, this one. Yeah. Normally that dude that waits till like the last second, you see his name just pop up, and then he rolls up smoking a cigarette in his Honda Civic, and he's like, "What's up?" And goes, Matt was "Yeah, yeah, nobody sleep. Be looking for the name Jeff Her on there. Uh, my man always does good on and on Broken Bow or anywhere he goes, to be honest. But he's really good on Broken Bow, so that's yeah, another one to watch. One of our local hammers. There, there's yeah. going to be some big names. I don't know if anyone does the fantasy stuff, but you're going to see some new names on that uh, the Broken Bow top top ten for sure. Every time I'm fishing, I hope, I fantasy, hope that brother. Jeff and I can uh, join that one. <laughs> We've spent some time then. Yeah, yeah. We usually have pretty good events there, Luke. I don't want to my, jinx myself, but I need some good mojo, man. I've been on a bad run to start the year, so I need something to feel good about, not just a saloon. I'm going to get a cold refreshment. Y'all keep going. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you're not going anywhere. Uh, but here in a minute, we're going we're gonna, to uh, start taking some calls. So the link is in the description on Facebook and YouTube. All you have to do is click it, join. We'll bring you in, talk about whatever you want to talk about. So it's going to be fun. 
but yeah, Luke, I'm looking forward to it, man. I don't know. I've been there a few times with the Lake High, but every time I've been to Broken Bow, it seems like it's either in late March, early April. I don't know if I've ever been there in May. So uh, I don't know. Uh, should be even better, I think. They're not in, those, in a weird pre-spawn, post-spawn, spawn. They all should they all should be on the same page, I hope, with that high water. So we'll see. Well, you never know. I mean, yeah. you know, just like any other lake you fish, you know, around the spawn season in Oklahoma, in the southern region of Oklahoma, without giving away too much juice, I mean, it's mostly spawn, post-spawn time yeah. down there. And uh, that's just the way it is. But, I mean, it is a clear, deep lake. So, I mean, you're going to find them. It's just the way it is. I mean, but you're talking about four-foot water. So, you're talking about fish spawning, you know. I mean, they spawn about three foot of water, four foot high. They're about eight foot down now, so good luck bed fishing. But, yeah. you know. What's it? He's giving the juice out when I walked away? Is that what's yes. happening? He waited for you to leave. Yeah. Man, yeah. come on, Luke. I thought we were boys. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be a good time. Now, Luke, we're going to start taking some calls. Uh, you're welcome to stick around and, and mix it up with them if you want. But if you got to go, I know you just get back from soccer. That's fine, too. But we appreciate you, know, you man. It was a Luke plays soccer? What? I have four kids, and I have I have five kids, but four kids in soccer. So, hey, boy, yeah, you're, you're a pro. I'm pro something for pro sure. Something. <laughs> show them some right, Pele vids. That was always my soccer hero. Show them, show them what's up with Pele. All right, yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see you in a few days, man. Thank you, man. Guys. I appreciate it, and mm -hmm. uh, look forward to seeing you out there. Yes, sir. See you, man. See you. All right, first caller is in the waiting room oh, and it, it here it is oh shit oh no there he is oh no oh, yeah the man in the daffy duck hat our bass and bruise uh friend and friend of the show the jabber hammer over there that's his new friend name i guess confidant. yeah paul roberts we were just texting earlier today he's sending me some juice for some uh some bbqing what's up paul thanks for man, calling in man, man. I, I don't know y'all had a call-in show so i i uh, I forewent my seven o'clock bedtime <laughs> to come out here and talk to y'all because I got to say, you know, usually I got to save up my hours for Tuesday night when we record because I can't stay up late because I'm old and fat. But y'all talk a long time. I'll tell you that. I watched some of them episodes. Y'all be running for a couple of hours just going back and forth. But Alex, Alex, before his ass went on his sabbatical with the Coast Guard, was. 45 minutes to an hour, he was done. Shit, man, I got episodes two hours, two yeah. and a half hours. I got a live episode with four hours with a retention rate of like 95%. Retention rate. We had all three people on there for four hours. <laughs> oh, man, this sounds like a NAR review almost. Two right? of them so, were guests. <laughs> oh, shit, no. You ain't, I, dang. Jeff, I was going to leave that alone. That was a <laughs> Look, if you can't be the best, you got to pretend and look like the best. So, Man. you know, they took a page out of our book with that. Yeah. yeah. Like, now, you guys run a good good program over there, man. I enjoy it a lot and uh, been a part of it a few times, and I enjoy that too. So oh, I like okay. what you got going. And I've seen you guys mixing it up over there on TikTok too, man. You're doing some things over on the TikTok. Shit, man. I, st I That's Alex. Alex okay. I accidentally followed him. And now every time I open a damn TikTok, I'm looking for some kind of, you know, funny or entertaining video, and it's him talking to the camera. So I'm going to have to fix that. That's my bad. My bad for trying to support you, Paul. I thought it was going to be you. <laughs> no, man. Alex, Alex runs all of that stuff. That's when, like, so when he left, 
we we got a whole generation of Bass and Brews, Brewskies, or whatever the fuck they call themselves now, that have no idea who Alex is, and that's the man who started it and who does all the social media, and and he's been doing all this stuff, and people are messaging me. I'm like, shit, I I don't know. I just show up and drink and get drunk and talk shit for two and a half hours. That's what it's about. That's the keys to a successful podcast, I hear. Well, I took when when I got invited on, I was like, I gotta be, I gotta be the KBN guys and, and Josh from Black Waters when I go on this podcast. <laughs> I gotta be eccentric. Yeah. And I gotta be pretty much inebriated to, to have a good time. And so I've just carried that on for the last almost a year now. Thank I like you. it. I I prefer it, man. I don't I try not to deal with my demons. I just try to mask them, you know. Well, you know, I, well, I like demons. They're fooling. They're fun. They don't have to catch fish, though, because I suck at that. Well, you got a uh, specific question or something you want to say tonight, or do you just want to come on here and visit a little bit? Oh, man, I told y'all to bring me on at the last end where we could shoot shit when nobody else wanted to come on, but you brought me on now. So <laughs> nobody else wanted to come on. I guess, I, I guess y'all struggling, y'all struggling for your live night to bring me on second. That's we just I like to keep say. people watching, man. So if we see a train wreck coming early, we'll go ahead and, and well, she, jump in hey, front of it. Look, the first time I came on the show, I didn't have no shirt on. I can take this bitch off right now if I need to. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know about the 90% retention rate if that happens. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll probably drop quick after that. Yeah, we're sitting with like 60 to 70 people on the live stream between YouTube and Facebook. We need y'all to click that link and call in. Yeah, uh, Ryan on. and I, we don't mind talking to each other all night long. We can we can keep no. Paul here too and talk, yeah, but we'd we love to talk to plenty, you all. Plenty on here. Oh, but right now, Paul's in the lead for a pair of three hundred dollar Revos, so you're looking good, Paul, right now. Oh look, look, y'all keep me <laughs> on here. This is going to be the longest episode of KBN ever. I can guarantee it. I, I it's mean, not because I got to eat supper. I just, yet, I just drove the <laughs> I'm hungry out here, boy. <laughs> we got all kind. We got the Allens. We got Stevos. We got Bobby Tinkers in the comments. Y'all call in, man. We got we got Get Abel Patino from Cali out there. He's Abel. Miho, call in. Miho, tell us about it. Yeah. Let's go. Hey, I do have a question before we go. Now with the tournament season on Hobie, we're what halfway done. Who who's going to take it? What, what's the halfway projections? Y'all got I, for who's going to? Let me tell you this. I, I'll answer that with this, which is an observation I had earlier today. Anyway, I saw a few people share the AOY standings, and it is so much different this year because of the sellout fields. People with like three top 40 finishes are in the top 10 of the AOI where that was not even a remote possibility last year. Yeah. Uh, you had to be in that top 10 every time to stay near the top. Now I know we've got some lower attended events probably coming up. Maybe they'll fill up late, but right now it's like, if you can just stay in that top 30, you're gold for that AOI, which is how it is on the, on the Bassmaster opens and bigger fields like that. If you can just stay in the, in the top quarter of the field, you're okay. You know? So that, that's the biggest observation I had is the people that are up there are not, just absolutely killing it. They're just consistent. But but who 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 y'all taking? Who well, I tell you, I, I don't think right now you see names like Cody Milton and Nolan Miner up there at the top, and I I think you'll see both those names uh, at the top going into TOC. See, the TOC is still a wild wild card. If you cannot, if you can't beat your competition on the day, on the big day, on the big stage, TOC, then you know that that changes a lot of things. We've seen it seen it before. Uh, but I think I think you're going to see Nolan and Cody. I'm I'm sure the usual suspects are going to weave their way up. Uh, Drew Gregory, I think I talked to him earlier today. I think he said he's going to fish like the last four 
BOS event, so I'm sure you know he'll get some good points. He always always does. I think uh, Jordan Marshall. I think you'll probably see Marshall figure out how to fish this year and uh, work his way up there. Um, the first time ever, right? I mean, the guy's <clears throat> never done it before. He's. I mean, he old boy's clutch. Like he's gonna slip up on something. We got we got a lot of river events in play for the rest of the year, and that's his strength. There's a big river section that's in play on Broken Bow. I wouldn't be surprised if if you didn't see uh, him and and Eric Thomas to get out there and and wreck them up pretty good. Hashtag proof. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be any different from any other year. I do think you will see, like Steve Field said, newer names up there. Um, obviously, I think Rolando's probably going to, especially as fish uh, move a little deeper in the summer and start to play more in that live scope game. I think you'll probably see him crack another uh, one or two big finishes. So, I, I, that's those are my top three picks right there, to be honest with you. And, and, and so this this is a question I beg to ask is some of the folks that have come from the northern territories down south that have done well, does does you know some of these tournaments moving up into those areas help them out? No, they're gonna get their ass whooped up there. You think so? <laughs> no, no, but I gotta say it just to keep the trash talk alive. I, I tell you who's gonna be or my pick, if you're gonna ask me to pick one, Paul. I don't know this kid well. I've stayed stayed you know in the same house with him this one time this year, and that's Edwin's older brother. His demeanor, I don't think he'll get as rattled. Maybe as uh, you know, he, he's just a little bit older. I don't think he'll get rattled. I th- he seems to have the calm demeanor to be able to handle it. So we'll see. He'll he'll be right there at the end. Yeah, like if you were going in on his you know top ten limit of fish on day two, he would politely ask you not to. He's got yeah. that kind of demeanor, you know. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. He, he you, get too- he's a respectful young man. He's been in the tourney scene for a long time. <laughs> He hustles. He really studies the water. This kid, like, we're sitting there drinking, throwing cornhole, got the music turned up, just raising hell at 1 a.m., and he's, like, curled up in the corner on a laptop map studying. After he's already smashed them one day, he's like, I got to find got to find a new spot for tomorrow. Like, yeah, he, and, and, he's going to be hard to handle. I saw Mr. Miner in the comments. I called him a kid. He's, he's a kid to me, but he's a young man. He's a level-headed youthful. young man, so we'll see. Youthful, youthful. Yeah, yeah. Well, well Jeff, you, you probably age better than anybody on the 14,000 people on y'all's website. Oh, my. Like, I, I would I, – Thanks, Paul. I, I would think that you're, like, 20-something years old. It's, it's bizarre. It's, it's crazy. Not um, when I'm hanging out with Lambert and these guys. I go to bed at, like, 8 o'clock and limp away from <laughs> Day one. And then he'll yeah. miss some great fun, like the miss the dude at the pool hall telling us how to catch catfish. And he's like, man, I should have stayed out for that one. I'm in my element now, though. I'm only three hours from home at Broken Bow. I'll be able to hang with him a little longer. Ashley K <laughs> can come pick you up. That's right. <laughs> Call an Uber from Fayetteville. You're not going to get in trouble for that one, huh? He's gonna, hey, he's hey you know what I saw, Ryan? Time. And Side note about this uh, event this weekend is your boy, Aaron Lewis, is just up the road with an event in Fort Smith. Really? Yeah, on Saturday. He's up in uh, Fort Smith, which is probably still – Two hours from Broken Bow, but not that far. That's drivable. Yeah. <laughs> we'll hit that up if day one doesn't go well. Yeah, Uberable. Go. Uberable. I'm not, I know you ain't driving there. No. No, I might. I well, we got the young folks staying with in my house, so I'll get uh I'll get yeah. I'll get Edwin or Jackson or somebody to drive. Uh John asked how far I am from Eureka Springs. I don't know how that's relevant, but I'm an hour and a half from there. <laughs> I don't know how that's relevant. That's the opposite direction from where what? we're going. <laughs> what? If you need me to make a run for you, let me know. We'll figure something out. <laughs> they, they they must they must have some kind of salt after liquor or something up there to ask that question. Yeah. 
Uh, hey, we got another caller, but it's a repeat caller. What does Hang that on mean? Just a second. Yeah, is Luck uh, back here? Luke's back in. Paul, right. stay stay with us. Don't quit on us, Paul. Luke, you're back in. What do you what did you forget to tell us something, man? Or you got something else to ask? No, no. You know, we were t- I was, you know, of course listening to you guys and you guys were talking about how uh, you know, Hobie's maxing out on the tournaments and stuff like that, talking about AOI points and, you know, talking about people posting up the AOI points and you know, I had a real crappy Toledo bin day two. And uh well I didn't and day one really. It just the whole thing was bad. But <laughs> I what I thought was funny or interesting is, you know, something I never really paid attention to uh was how Hobie does her uh point scoring system to only a hundred points max. Yeah. And whereas I mean really you're leaving fifty percent of the field with a zero. Yeah. And as you were talking about They got their ass whooped, that's why. I agree. I agree. And uh, we're, we're both not not strangers to that. But <laughs> still, you're talking about uh, 100 points versus – I mean, yeah, you could only get one point. But, you know, if you look at the field, you could possibly squeeze in some crappy finishes up in the top 50, you know, if you if you have a couple good finishes. Like I know I know right now I'm, I'm looking at my score – I'm sitting in like 40th place with only one scoreable tournament. But if I was to add my Toledo stuff in there, as well as the other people to add it, you know, I may be sitting better or right. could be sitting worse. I don't know, but I just thought it was something interesting. And, you know, maybe sometime in the future, it might be something Hobie has to change. If you take a look at boat tournaments, they, they do a scalable from what, like a thousand points down yeah. and they score every place down the same way I've run my club. Uh, we do a thousand points, even though we're never going to reach a thousand anglers, but we've hit over a hundred and it was something that we had to, you know, actually go back and revisit. Cause when we busted a hundred something anglers like this, one that we're going to, it's, it's something that could possibly happen. I see a little bit of what you're saying, because I think if you're winning against a 200 person field, you deserve more points than a hundred. <laughs> Because you know yeah. you you just you just clap two hundred guys or one hundred ninety nine guys out there whatever, uh, I can I can see it from that aspect, but I don't think if you didn't crack the top one hundred I don't really think you deserve any point for anything. But uh, yeah, I get where you're coming from on that, Luke. Uh, like I said, because you are making the trip, do you get a, just some consolation points of some sort if you at least board at least score a fish? You know what I mean in, in the event. But uh, still, I don't know. I don't know where. The, What's if you, honestly, if you don't get a – and this is solely my opinion. I have not worked out any kind of crazy mathematical formulas. If you're not in the top – if you're not getting probably top 25 points, maybe top 28 points, I'll go that far, it's it's not going to do you any good in the TOC anyway, like to get yeah. into the TOC. I think if you're not at that threshold or higher, then your your points are are null and void. I don't know how to address this, but another issue that's kind of along the same lines is – like you just said, Ryan, if you get, uh, you know, max AOI points for beating 200 people, and then there's another event that only pulls 75, and you get the same amount of AOI points, yeah. is there anything that can or should be done about that? I know there used to be a deal with KBF when they had trail events. They had a certain threshold to make it an official trail event. I think back in the day it was like 30 or 40. If they didn't hit 30 or 40, they just didn't call it a trail event. It was just a open or something like that. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to rec- reconcile that, or do we even worry about that? Uh, I, think I don't think so. 
I think it'd be impossible to do, you know, a point weighted system versus, you know, how many anglers go up. It's next to impossible. I mean, I just think ultimately you have to pick a pick a threshold and go with it and and roll on from there. Again, I don't think like it may make somebody feel better if they were ninety eighth or or hundred and second and got you know got a point or, or something for it. But it, in the grand scheme of things, I don't think unless you're in that top you know, top 25 to top 30 range. I don't think it's going to make a difference in the final outcome. We'll see, but I mean, field size is going to play a lot into that. You're going to see a lot of more, I think, you know, kind of more shakeups. You're going to see a lot of lower finishes that pull into this because the competition level is so much. Hell, the competition for parking spots at the ramps is so much higher. For anybody <laughs> said that Hobie needed to go up on entries, they don't. Entry yeah. fees, yes. The number of entries, hell no. 200 is plenty on a lake. If you don't believe it, come fish one. Yeah, and just like you said, Ryan, the TOC is kind of the the where the rubber meets the road anyway. you got you got to do good there to cap off that AOI. And I think for KBF, they're the best example of that because they'll have events with 100 on the East Coast and 30 in Utah. They get the same amount of points, but the AOI is determined at that trail championship, so it's the same deal. They have to put up at the championship to, to really win it. So maybe it's fine just how it is. Uh, another caller uh, in, in, in the waiting room. This is going to be a tough one for you and for Luke and uh, Paul to outdo, but we're going we're gonna to bring him in here anyway. Uh, Luke, you got anything else? I'm going to remove you to get more room on the screen. You can give me the boot. All right, we'll man. See, appreciate we'll see you in about 15 minutes, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hang on just a second. This guy's a legend of the call-in shows. Dun, dun, dun. Bob oh, Baylor. Bob, there he What's is. up? I see you with that coon skin on the wall back there, boy. Oh, boy. Look at that big old boy. <laughs> I shot an open, opening, opening night last year. 33 how big, pounds. 32 how pounds. Rack, how big a rack she yeah. have on her? Ooh. At least a six-pack. Uh, <laughs> you barbecue it? <laughs> oh. no. oh, look. What kind of revos you want, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> prescription that's that's some good stuff now if you cook it right oh boy yeah i see a picture floating around facebook with the stuffed possum it's that's what that's legit i don't know if you can get me to try I, no i might try it depending on if you cook it or not i don't cook this shit i cook it third you'll eat it i'm sure i've done it before Oh man, <laughs> what's going on, Bob? What do you got for us up there? In the, what do I got for us? Well, I wanted to come up and bullshit and uh, talk about the uh, upper Midwest and what we got going on up here. You know, yeah, Let's tell us it. about it, man. Well, this weekend we got the All American Okaboji. If oh, you where? like Malax and you like big smallmouth, you don't want to drive to Malax. Okaboji is like your budget Malax. Okaboji, really? It's a wish Malax. Okay, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's basically. Basically, a wishable axe, except you don't have to drive three hours up north, farther north. It's got okay. big large mouth, big small mouth, big musky, these crazy ass looking pike. Like, you know, it's just it's just what it is. And I've only fished it once in my life, and this year I'm gonna finally uh, go back and fish the All American this year. You gonna hammer down on them? I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah, it's, I've seen great things. My last time I was there, I kind of lost about two thousand dollars worth of gear. If you can ask. So, yeah, that was a good uh, time. Are, what are the fish doing up there that, that far, that far north? Are they pre-spawn or what's happening? Are they alive? They are they still on ice? <laughs> it's just, you go around and pick them up, Ryan. That's what you do. You just <laughs> scoop them. Yeah. I guess well, you put a little heater and they come was... to the heater. You just. 
<laughs> but he didn't know water and they just cover it up. Smart. But no, the last time I went fishing was down on the All American on Table Rock Lake, and that was about three weeks ago. So, but they should be pulling up the spawn here pretty soon. All what right, time of year right. do the smallmouth spawn up there? I would think mm, probably about, about now. June-ish. Oh, is it? Okay. All right. About now to uh, no, about end of about beginning of June. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Good stuff. Yeah, and usually about right now is when the musky, like for the muskies and the pike, like to go up in the bays and in the back in the creeks. They like to spawn too. So, you know, it's gonna be a wild. It's gonna be a wild event. I didn't even know they spawned. Yeah. No, they like. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah they yeah, stocked. Yeah. No spawn. They just stock them like stripers. <laughs> yeah, but like, like Marshall. Fun fact: like all the uh, all the Iowa DNR, they they get all the brood stock from the uh, muskies out of Okaboji. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good stuff. There's something that happens, and like you know, you all you can catch them shallow because they all they're always shallow. They go up in the reeds and everything, the way their eggs and everything. So, is Steven Sisto still banned? I thought he's no. Back in I thought he joined. I saw that comment. I yeah, thought he get he out of here, Luke. Come on. He may have left of his own uh, volition, but we did. He's not banned anymore. Yeah, he ain't banned. We have a lot of people oh. join and leave. That's nothing new. They usually come back. Yeah, we can't. Later. We can't yeah. help that. That's somebody else's fault, right <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. They, they yeah. can't give up crack. All right. Bob, thanks, man. You're the man. Yeah. We're always, always glad when we see you calling in. You, hey, when oh, am yeah. I seeing you well, at a tournament is the more important part. That's what I really you coming out to lacrosse for the All-American Open? Nope. Oh, come on now. <laughs> it's going to be a three-day event, $10 trash pod and everything. Oh, when it's going to be a it? blast. When is it? It's, uh, the week, it's weekend right after 4th of July. So the, the 11th of July. I don't know. No, it's uh, <laughs> 6th and 7th, I think. <laughs> but, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not looking at a calendar right now, but it's a weekend right either. after Fourth July. Either. Yeah, but it's weekend <laughs> right after. Um, I think IAC or uh, I know Miniac Bass Fishing League, our local club, we're going to have an event with them too on our day two. So if you shit the bed day one, you can at least go try to redeem yourself for that. I would never you know, shit the bed on day one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, but, you know, so like, you know, it's going to be a three day event. You know, they got the 50% cut, get cut after day two to a uh, day three on Sunday. And then I think they got like an hourly big bass going on too. Okay. And yeah, like, those guys, gonna be those big guys run a good event. They run a good event. Uh, one they more good. question for down. you. We got a question for you. Todd Patrick asked if you spawn, uh, Bob. Oh. <laughs> 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 you want to comment on that? You can just let it go if you want. It's all right. Uh, no comment. All right, all right. Yeah. But, no, so, uh, you know, the big All-American events in lacrosse, you know, I'm taking a whole week off to go fish that because I want to win it because lacrosse is my backyard. I live an hour from it, so. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I hope you win it, Bob. You're my pick to win it. Ooh. Oh, Wolf River. Um, I don't really want to go to Dinkfest, but I might, depending on just what I got going oh, on. You, Wolf is Dinkfest? Wolf is Dinkfest? I heard lacrosse is Dinkfest. I don't hear. I haven't heard lacrosse's deep fest. I've seen seven major tournaments on lacrosse that have confirmed that it's deep fest. You know, and here's my thing about that. You know, there's so many good. There's it's good fishing. Go up north three pools on four, five, and six. I like fishing four, five, and six a lot better than I like fishing lacrosse. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, and you know, just recently they had the uh, big St. Jude uh, Bass Classic that you know Fat Cat you know is the MC for it and everything. You know, I just went up there and they had multiple, you know, twenty pound, six pound bags, you know, submitted every day with several five pound fish, you know. I'll sleep on the baggy fish. Bag. I love them. 
Love them up there. Yeah. We don't get enough credit up in the north, except in Ohio. No. The fishing sucks in Ohio. No. <laughs> hey, listen, yeah, all I, you funny little shits in the comments, click the link and call in here. Be a man. <laughs> Be a man. Be a man. I wish I had that clip <laughs> from the – from... Yeah. Be a man. Man, I, I need that video right now, the, the Be A Man clip. Oh, damn. Rolando's in here yeah. now. He heard his name mentioned on the AOY. He done rolled up in here. He's got live on the podcast. Uh, you calling us the Jerky Boys, or he's saying we're like the I don't know boys. what that means, but I got a hot tub at the cabin at Broken Bow. And you, know, <laughs> you know, our state record for bass up here in Minnesota is like eight pounds, eight ounces or something like that. So if you catch it now, it's like catching a 15-pounder in Texas. I Except it's only eight pounds. So you drove all the way to damn Minnesota and caught an eight pounder. <laughs> Except yeah, it's only yeah, eight. But, yeah, but we got, but we it's got light. Small, so who cares? What's That's a 15 true. pound That's bass true. and coon weight up there? Ooh. Now this 15 is pound bass, probably about eight pounds. But no, it's an eight pound coon. Eight pound coon. What's a wait, wait, coon? coon? Yeah. Oh, 30 pounds plus. 30 pound coon is equal to an eight pound bass? This, this show has gone off the rails completely. Right? No, that's like a beaver. That's like a beaver-sized raccoon. Look, man, y'all ever ate beaver? Hey, Paul, come on now. <laughs> this is live. This ain't recorded. Damn. Wow. We're going to see. We're gonna find out how to get that brewski audience here in a minute. We'll be sitting on eight here. Are you guys coming up the Wolf Box River? Because I, I, I'm considering it. I'm just not. I'm, I'm on the fence right now. We might, man. We might. I'm, I'm, it depends how Broken Bow goes for me. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just kind of waiting to see how my local my, my, my local tournaments go before I decide to spend more money on that. I so. got you. Well, Bob, you're always a hoot, man. We appreciate you calling in. We got some more folks in the waiting room. Finally, we're going to bring All them right. in here. Finally. Well, I'll, I'll get out of here and I'll let the other folks try to top me. So well, Yeah, it's going to be hard. Can, Bob. It's going to be hard. <laughs> All right. All right. See you, right. See you guys. The goat. Oh the call-in goat. Oh, hey. look here. Look who we got. What's cracking, y'all? What's cracking? Oh, no. Oh, no. Josh done slid up in here. What's happening? What do you got? What kind of lighting? Where are you? Are we Bro, doing? that's my front porch, man. You think it's the strip club, but it's just the front really? porch. I thought you were inside the hole of the NAR. I didn't know where you were. How's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it? Oh, Jordan, no. Jordan Marshall's ex-girlfriend's. Oh, <laughs> y'all remember? Hold up! What is happening right remember, now? Remember, remember that? Anyways, um, I just called to say what's up, man. I needed some cheering up. Ain't You're nobody trying to talk. Ain't nobody up. trying to talk, Bobby. Literally, oh that's gosh. a different kind of show. Okay. okay. Uh, You're close, though. I'll give. I mean, I'm giving you. Bonus just for the purple lighting. lights you're close yeah, I'm, you know. I'm here for it see I, I wanted mood lighting you feel me you set the yeah. mood i feel like we're back in shreveport again <laughs> <laughs> thank you i knew you knew steve field said he was looking for the girls with those lights is what he said in the comments oh so. no this looks like hobie worlds don't it steve What's that we'll, take, we'll take you there steve <laughs> oh i just called the mess with y'all man hey, uh, to amsterdam this year that sounds like fun to be honest um, no, nah, man, I was calling in, you know, uh, something I didn't hear you guys talk about was the Women's Fishing Federation. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, so not only did I talk, well, we didn't talk about it. I've got a message out to the fearless leader uh, trying to get them all to call in because there's still four or five of them hanging around there right now. So I think that would be cool. But Stay also, I think, I think they're onto something. I think we should do a guy's version and call it Dudes and Kayaks. So we actually, it, you know, tongue in cheek, we said we should have like a, a toxic masculinity 
uh, Federation gathering where we teach these young men how to do man things. You know, we can See? teach them. We can teach them cornhole, how to shoot pool, how to fist fight, so you can back up your trash talk at the ramps. Uh, I'm down for Jeremy, all of it. Jeremy Hughes, the presenting well, presenter of that. Uh huh. He's gonna do you the gotta, hands. You gotta, you gotta wear yoga pants to be able to do that shit now. That's only Queen City, bro. <laughs> that's that's Jeremy Hughes though. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that is true. I bet you Jeremy Hughes will wear them too. He taught we'll that old boy, Yogi. He had him in downward dog when the police rolled up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, real talk, Josh. That may happen sometime. We've actually really, really talked about doing. I that, mean, so. look, if we're talking about it, and you know, you're talking about acronyms and whatnot. I mean, dudes in kayaks. Think about it. Just saying, that's perfect. I do perfect. think. I mean, no, seriously, because you, you get a lot of, of people, especially. You know, kayak fishing is kind of entry level. This may be people's first experience uh, actually fishing, and they weren't taught, you know, how to throw a bait caster or you know what to what to look for when and that kind of stuff. I think uh, I think it would be uh, you know not to, we don't have to make it a male and female thing necessarily, but no, uh, I, I think it would be cool to do that for sure. I think it would be cool. I mean, honestly, it would be something just to get people that are new in kayaking in general, not gender specific. You know what I'm saying? But get them out there and learn how to do the things we do. And there could be like an after hours part two where they can learn how we do what we do. Where you learn everything. <laughs> right. The networking. The networking. How much is too things. much? How many trips to the ATM is too many trips? Then I'll have a second segment where you learn how to use a CPAP and take your medicine on time at night. <laughs> I got that one too. But that's a sec whole separate segment, bro. <laughs> yeah. You got to learn how to put a CPAP on a dude in the dark so you can sleep. <laughs> From the back. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, whoa. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Hey, here you go. There you go, Josh. She, she finished it for you. Dudes in cute kayaks. That's the acronym. Even see, Gene gets me. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, Mama yeah. Jean. Happy, right, happy note, belated hey, Mother's Day, Mama Jean. Absolutely. Happy Mother's Day, Mama Jean. All right, man. Hey, I just want to call and say I love y'all. You're doing great things. You're my people. You know. I'll holler oh, at you later. Can't wait to see you, buddy. All right. Hey, we got people lining up now. We're going straight out of Arkansas with this one. The fearless leader of the natural state kayak anglers, Oklahoma Sooner fan, Kyle Long. What's up, man? Oklahoma Sooner fan. <laughs> What's up, dude? What are you, you in your backyard? Where you at? Yeah, dude. I just got a new bug zapper. <laughs> I'm fired up. All right. We got hey, still light out there. Damn. We got we got these bugs around here called blind mosquitoes. You can look them up. Took me an hour to Google them and figure them out, but. They're called blind mosquitoes, and they swarm in like the eight millions. And I've had this thing for about a week, and every night it just sounds like a fireworks show going off outside. <laughs> it's awesome. Love right. it. Well, what you and got for us to tonight, man? Besides, besides the bug zacker, what, what do you got for us tonight? Arkansas Entertainment. Well, you know, this is my first BOS of the year, and I've been watching the call-in show, and I'm pretty fired up about it. Mm. And that's... uh. And I'm pretty fired up about all the other stuff, you know, all you guys coming down. Because uh, if you've never been to Hochatown, it's yeah. quite the place. Yes. That's what I hear. So, by the way, we should go ahead and announce it now. Anybody coming in town for this event, all as strange as you are, you are welcome at the Hochatown Saloon Thursday night, KBM meetup. We encourage, I don't care if you're super shy, I don't care if you got a little tick, it don't matter. Come on out. Everybody's welcome. Meet some friends. You know, we're gonna we'll talk to you and make some memories, I promise. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. It's gonna be fun. And I expect a good showing from the Arkansas crowd. Man, me too. We got like seventeen from the club gonna come down and uh 
yeah some you know the local hammers that a lot of people don't know but you do jeff and so then there's some of the local hammers that can't make it but that's all right we're gonna we're gonna try to represent well anyway i expect a good showing also <clears throat> um speaking of that i just thought i'd come on here and uh our next event may 21st on table rock lake if anybody's around feel free to join us should be when is, a, that? Uh, when is that did you say May 21st. 21st, okay. May 21st on Table Rock Lake. Yep. It'll be fun. We uh that's such an awesome lake. I so badly wish that Hobie would come there or Bull Shoals <laughs> or Beaver. Any of those three. Any of them. They'll never come to Beaver, I don't think. Although Rogers will throw around some money, so you never know. They might. If they throw them enough. Rogers will throw up. around some money. Hey, KBF came there one time. Yeah. Well, yeah, that didn't work there out so go. well. <laughs> there you go. That's set the standard. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, hey, it is what it is. Um. Yeah. I, damn it! I had a question for Ryan, and I forgot. Oh no! I'm sorry, buddy. Dang it! <laughs> I was waiting in the comment. I was waiting in the thing, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna ask Ryan this," and then I forgot uh, what it was. You can do it. Come on, Kyle. You need a whiteboard to write all that shit down on. Uh, <laughs> this is professional podcasting. I know these guys, and this is hardly professional podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank well, you. Thank you. Guys. Well, anyway, we're, we're repetitive if we're not professional. How about I'll that? tell you what. After I go down there and after I go down there and catch them, whenever I come back to win on my winner's podcast, I'll ask you then. Maybe I'll remember it. Okay. okay. Right. I like the confidence, Kyle. It's fleeting. Kyle, and just so you know, Kyle's on a hot streak around here. He's, he? he's winning events and finishing top five all over the place around here, so you never hey. know. He could do it. Hey, old blind sow. There's a there's a saying about yeah. her. She finds an acorn. Yeah, so we got. The, how's the fishing there in the backyard? That's it's. it's you know what? Loaded, isn't it? I went out the other night. Lake's up. It's actually up in my grass. I had to mow around it tonight, and uh, I went out the other night and I thought, man, I'm about to just wreck face. Ooh. And I got—I didn't catch a fish. I didn't get a bite. I didn't even feel like I was gonna get a bite. I was out for three and a half hours, and I was like, "Yeah, this sucks." So crazy, I quit, really. Crazy but, stuff, man. Well, Kyle, appreciate you, bro. Hey, dude. Thank you. And uh, yeah, NSKA Table Rock, May twenty-first. If anybody's around, come fish with us. Oh, bug zapper! Did you hear it? Yeah. <laughs> got, got dinner. Got him. All right, we got some more people in the waiting room. Well, I had somebody with a turkey on camera. He disappeared. Okay. Let's 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 pull him in here. Fred. I don't know if Fred is a human or Fred the turkey is going to talk to us, but there he is. What in the world? That's quite What's a gobbler. <laughs> I did not know Paul spoke turkey. <clears throat> that's that's impressive as well. Fred, can you hear us? Is that that's the snood or something? And then what's that called? I don't know. Say something, Fred. <laughs> Did the turkey eat Fred, or is Fred the turkey? We we don't know. It's don't a know. mystery. Oh boy's got some neck work going on there, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> we need to get that looked at. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, okay. Wow, that's wildly inappropriate. Even yeah. though it's just a turkey. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're going to get some sort of like PETA complaint or something. Yeah, Pat, he's not talking to us. He's just showing us pictures of the turkey. So, uh, well done. I'm going to put him back in the waiting room for a minute. Oh, my.
And we've got news ain't never yeah. had no guest that didn't say shit on it. Yeah, we just had a turkey. That's it. That's all we had was a turkey. So instead, we're bringing in Jake Harshman. Uh, you, get another, you get another turkey. Yeah, we got a turkey. What's up, man? How you, how you doing? To leave when Harshman came on. Damn. We dropped the turkey, Ryan. It's, it's typical. I expected it. Honestly. No hell, I was going to finish that YouTube video. I started this morning at nine a.m. <laughs> all forty-six minutes of it, right? Damn. Hey, y'all! Y'all, some bitches said I wasn't gonna be. You run the time route on that one, son. How well, long did that take to upload? That's what I really want to know. Uh, I got I got FiOS. It took like ten minutes. I don't know what that means. Mm. It's, it's Joe Biden Biden's, internet. It's Joe Biden internet. I got you. Yeah, this this is not some Arkansas backwoods internet shit that Jeff was working with at the beginning. That's Let me not tell you how something, we operate buddy. up here in the Northeast. Okay. Let me tell oh, you something. My I mean, I remember back in the day when Jeff barely had a dial-up connection, and it, it took like well, I don't know, fifteen minutes just to get somebody on. Buddy, we had some times back then. Everybody blame me for that, but I live here in the in the center of commerce in Northwest Arkansas. We've got fine internet. I believe it was Shane and Ryan the whole time. Y'all even have a college there, I think. We got a college here. The center I, of commerce is what you. That's just, right. You know, okay. That's right. That's hey, a, the, the richest family in the world lives ten minutes from my house, so I don't want to hear about it. That's Clinton's home state, right? Yes. He he made millions selling cocaine and dropping it in Cuba from right here in Arkansas. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. whatever floats your boat, so to speak. Yeah. So, okay, y'all, yeah. y'all know why I wanted to come on here? I figured uh, you had wow. something to say about your boat review. I don't know. Man, I think we don't have that long, though, Jake. We don't have that long. <laughs> we don't have forty-six minutes. Slim it down to just like your review of the boat. <laughs> so. You know, I, w- I was I was greatly impressed with the with the things that they did to improve off of base what they had before. Um, you know, prior to this drive system, that old drive system, it was junk. Was, it was shit. That was that. I'll, I'll, I will. We are in agreement on that. They did improve greatly on this um, drive over their base. I think that if if people, you know, there's a lot of people out there that that are very, you know, kick or pedal, right? And there's only one, one or the other. Um, the people that are pedal are like, man, well, this is, you know, the pedal system is great, but the people that are kick, they say the pedal, you know, the typical like bicycle pedal motion is trash. And, and it's a personal preference thing. You, the only thing that you're going to, you know, be able to talk to somebody about is somebody who's never been in one that goes out and tries and see which one they're comfortable with. I think by and large, more people are comfortable with the kicking motion. I am not. I've never been. But I made those sacrifices to be in the best platform that was on the market, and that is the Hobie Pro Angler platform. 100% best platform on the market, but I made a, I made a sacrifice doing that kick motion. It's not good for my back. I hate it. Um, Jeff, you know I started in the PDL, and I still believe to this day 100% that the PDL is probably the most efficient drive system out there. There's going to be people that argue with me about it, but it's a 10 to 1 gear ratio on a very fast hull. Well, the Predator or Big Water, whatever they want to call it, was a very fast hull. I'm not going to say anything about the other hulls, but when you couple that pedal drive system with that boat, there's not a faster boat out there except for maybe the Revo or whatever that is, the Hobie one. Um, was it like 18 feet Rumor long? has it Sisto smoked Mark's ass out there on Ufala in an Outback. But what you got to consider is, you know, and I hate to give Steve Sisto a compliment, but he is uh, he is kind of the epitome of, of fitness in kayak fishing. 
Are you saying Mark Pendergraph is not the epitome of fitness? <laughs> Have you seen Mark? Oh my I, God! Mark is fitness Mark, old pizza in his mouth. That's he can it. shoot pool one handed. Mark is a very strong man, <laughs> but when you're talking about Steve, he is a man. Hey, oh, listen, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know enough about Mark, but I can say that Steve is a very fit guy, and I would expect him to smoke most people in a kayak race. Whoa. Well done, Steve. So, hey. Oh, All right, so Keith Martin said, "Get to the point." He wants to hear the juice. I, I think it's a great. So you boat. sticking with the boat? Are you sticking with the boat? Ah, wait, let's stop there. I don't know yet. <laughs> oh, he's still waiting on the blood to flow back down into his damn legs. <laughs> I have to try. I have to try this boat on multiple different places, multiple different types of water before I can make a final. Decision. I took two hours out of my life in spinning it because I do think the whole design is good. I like that they've integrated a lot of different accessory things. I like that they have the battery boxes forward and rear, so it's easy for you to put them in. They have pre-molded in little things so you can run foot-controlled steering if you're running a motor off the back. There's a lot of thought that went into it. The drive is is quieter and more smooth than its predecessor. No argument at all. I have spent a lot of time in the bicycle motion little propeller drive deals seat height is key that's what makes or breaks one of these and that honest to god that's why i don't like the old town is because the seat sits so low the drive is super efficient it's sealed so there's not maintenance you don't have all that to worry about but i don't like sitting down and my knees being up that to me was the biggest thing in in my my little tiny brain and that dang rudder handle needs to be higher so i can get my hand on it instead of just my little fingertips like if you're in a hurry trying to grab something and turn you need a hand on that thing if you're an average sized man i guess this isn't an issue but you know when wow. you have to go and be an overachiever and be a larger uh, frame man so you got to be if, if you're tall right? you have to have really the arms if you're really small right next to the to the rudder handle you can control it fine or you have to be six three with like eight foot long arms and you can reach so, the rudder is that I the mean, deal granted there's some improvements they could make but i look at i look at it and i say okay find me a company out there right now that is going to take their pro staff their 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 entire pro staff really and say what do you want and then they take that information and they compile it into one boat and they make the best possible product. And even then, whenever there's there's issue or fault with the boat, they are willing to listen to you and talk to you about it and try to figure out something. Find me a company right now that's willing to do that. I can we did you, it native on three different boats. I can speak for them, their companies. Currently, currently, find me a company that's willing. Here's what's not going to happen. Hobie's not going to do it because they don't have to. They're selling $5,500 boats. They don't have to make any any changes because they already have the best platform. The only so, thing I would change on the 360 is the belt drive, to be could, completely honest with you. That's my only cat. That's why I'm not in a 360 right now. I could agree with you there. Um, but you don't have many other companies out there that are willing to literally sit down with their pro staff and say, we've been fucking up for a while. Help us fix it. Tell find me one and I'll and I'll admit that I'm wrong. But does that well, I will fact, tell you this, Jake. Does that uh, fact make the drive better? Yeah, yeah. For real. I think, I think the the I don't know what they bring in, scientists or whatever to scientists? Uh biologist bicyclist. Do they bring in a biologist to find out the gender of the drive? Is that what they do? It was the uh, Peloton designer <laughs> or something that they the top, is, the top is a male and the bottom is a female. That's okay. the gender of the drive. Oh my god. Oh, um dang. hanging yeah. down like that? 
Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I, <laughs> retractable. What is this? Collegiate swimming? So natural natural kayak fishing from YouTube asked, what kayak are we talking about? We're talking about the Jackson Nar. And Bob Baylor, who was just on, asked, is it better than the Titan? Which I don't yes. think would be a very far leap to say. Yes. I got a hang yes, down. I don't, so, so in my so opinion, we, being in both of them, no, it's not. I'll when you say better, what do you, what do you mean better? Is it more stable? No. Is it faster? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it now it may be faster. I couldn't when, when, I couldn't when, get people, my knees down far enough to tell how fast I was going. <laughs> so when people talk about better, that is such a loaded question. It's such best a is relative. Question. I understand that, Jake. You know, so what's what's better? Is it faster? This NAR is faster. Is it? Is it more stable? No. Are you sitting in a live well? No. So <laughs> let's be Back. realistic. Like, what, what are we? You know, what are we talking about? Does it turn as, better? It has yeah, a native looking rudder on it. Does it turn? They better turn there. Being in both of those, they turn very similar. I, I don't think that it turns badly at all. I, but I think I think it turns on par with an old town or anything else. Like, yeah. you know, there there's not when once you get a boat that big, physics is not going to allow something to to whip a 14 foot boat around. That's just so not going to happen. I did this. I did this in two separate times in my 46 minute video of my, of this review. <laughs> I watched the whole damn thing. I'm serious. I mean this. I watched the <laughs> whole thing. I did. I appreciate you. I should have waited until he was monetized. So it would have helped him out even more, but that's all right. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't care. It's, I, I don't care about that. That's he lost what... 30 subscribers since I watched it. Shit. <laughs> He's going to get monetized. That's probably, that's probably right. Um, so, so when you look at when you look at this boat, right, and if you look at my video, I did this twice in the video where I literally turned the rudder and kept my feet off the pedals. And in that time frame, you saw the boat start creeping, creeping, creeping. That's indicative of a rudder. of a very responsive rudder. Yeah, I mean that's the what a rudder's old, supposed the old to town, do. Yeah, the old town did that. Um, you know, I can't say that the native did it because I didn't spend enough time in the native to say that it did it because it. I just, I'm like, why is there all this water? So I, I don't, you know, not understanding like, um, you know, but it, it's, they made such vast improvement. It's, it's a hard boat to not look at and say, okay, this is a contender. This is a flagship boat that actually makes sense. And they've actually leaped themselves back into the market of saying Jackson is a good pedal drive boat now. And something you said a little bit ago, Jake, sorry, Paul, um, no, go ahead. talking about the brands doing different things. Old Town now has has their own product development team, mm. uh, not just a, not just a one or two people working on new stuff. They've got a team of folks doing it and they're actually utilizing input from the, from the pro staff. So, and that's uh, great. You know, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, you, you know, and as companies learn what other companies are doing, they kind of push each other to do that. Right. Yeah. So, you have to, you have yeah. to, because if you stay stagnant, you're going to be stagnant. Todd Patrick brought up a very good point. The the NAR should be in a HD and HDFD version. I do like that hull. I think the hull is designed very well. I think it should be uh, offered in a uh, motor ready, you know, paddle kayak, if you will, version without the drive. I, I would agree. Um, but here's what you got to look at. And I think you look at this from a business perspective. If they made that boat without the pedal drive, what are you really changing outside of taking the bottom, that, that middle section? You out? don't have that big hump of drive in front of you. Right. But, but if you want to, if you want to operate it with just the motor, then take the top part off. 
Right, but then you still have the weight of the yeah. whatever the system is. That boat was the boat was a little heavier than I anticipated when I first literally picked it up. I was that was a lot. Uh, so when my wife and I moved my pro angler <laughs> off of my trailer and moved the Jackson onto the trailer, and I, I mean Sarah, what do you think? Was it heavier or was it lighter? Do you feel like which this one was loaded, heavier? Sarah? I got those blue shorts in my bag. <laughs> which one was heavier? The blue one or the or the gray or the gray one? Which one? The blue. The blue one. Okay, that's the pro angler. How so, much did you have in it? Um, not much. Not not much more than what I had in the in the Jackson. I think they're. I mean, they're. No, we're not talking about these fucking blue shorts. Oh. Oh. Wow. We're right oh. getting the inside peek at the boardroom meeting over here. You guys are. Right Listen, I already told you those shorts ain't gonna work for me. We got musky on the susky. That's all right. That's all right. So. Well, good stuff, Jake, man. I appreciate you uh, coming on here to defend your position. If anybody well, I mean, doesn't how know. All these naysayers talking about how are you going to be unbiased? You already spent money on it. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I spent money on it. If I don't like it, I'm going to tell you I don't like it. You make that VA <laughs> Well, you kind of invested in it at that yeah. point, though. It's it's yeah. tough if you buy something and give a terrible review. It's going to be hard to resell it because you because <laughs> you told them, this, I wouldn't own it. This sucks. Well, wait a minute. Hang on. I got this on sale, 10% off. I'll pick it up at the house. That's the thing. It's part two later after the sale. You can do another review. Now, the, now the, this is the extra unbiased review. You, you put it in all caps and say, the real truth. And I've then, never, I've it. never, I've never not been honest in this game about about what it is because the minute you lose your integrity is the minute you lose everything, and that's 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 real talk. So you know you can't you can't be dishonest about some shit. I mean, I Jeff, hope to see you on Jackson's pro staff within weeks, Jake. I, I listen. I'm not asking for. I don't want that. I, I'm asking for for you. But doing, you know, Jeff, Jeff can it. attest to this. Jeff, what did honesty get me with Old Town? Well, yeah, you're in a Jackson now. <laughs> Well, no, honesty, whenever I say this, whenever, whenever they say, what's your opinion? And I say, well, I think it, I don't like it. I don't, I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and shortly after that, the contract was rewritten and I couldn't use a competitor's product. So yeah, honestly, you stood by your, your position and you were honest about it and you're right. It made it, you guys had to part ways and that's just the way it was, uh, but you did, you did, you did, you know, hold by your position didn't cave to what you wanted to do so respect for that and and ever since i met you jake i know that about you so you know that, that's a good in my book man hey i appreciate you guys having me on what who's who's jabber hammer i don't know you sir <laughs> that's paul paul Hughes, have you buddy. not interviewed jake harshman yet interview him on your next deal i i don't know man we some shitty ass podcast we be getting damn people we're number one podcast in the Panama Canal. <laughs> hey. Panama, just canal. Bro, can I, what kind of hat up. are you wearing? I can't see what it's kind of It's a Daffy Duck hat, man. Oh, it's my I man, love it. Donald Duck. Oh, I love Donald it. Duck. My bad, my bad. Damn Disney World. Hey, while I got a second to talk, this is Sorry, unusual. sorry, Paul. <laughs> like you Paul just got on here. Stability, <laughs> the two S's, the SS of, of kayak fishing, Everybody wants to talk about how fast kayak is and how stable it is. Like everybody talks about those two things. But look, what people don't realize is the speed and stability depend on the fat assness of the person in the kayak. <laughs> and so you can't only go so fast as your fat ass can pedal, and you can only be as stable as your fat ass is stable. So, like, 
like when you talk, those are two things that people talk about, but you got to put that perspective of who you are. And, and Jake touched on that with what he was talking about. And I'm in a Hobie PA 14. So, you know, we talk about the drives and all this and that. But if you want to talk about speed and stability, you got to look at yourself in the mirror with your shirt off and understand <laughs> how good that you could potentially be in that boat. I don't and Paul, that, that's why these companies put these fun size dudes standing on the seat to say how stable the boat is. Here you go, little buddy. They get these yeah. jockeys straight out of the Kentucky Derby. Like, get your ass in here and go show them how. Yeah, how stand on the seat, man. Tell them it's stable. I'm like, wait a minute. I want to see a big. I'm like you, Paul. I want to see a big dude standing on that thing and leaning off the side. You know what I'm saying? Look, I tried to stand on the front of my damn Hobie PA 14 like Christine. You know what the hell happened? Please I show was on us. dry land and I fell off. There ain't no damn way I'm doing that on the water. <laughs> I want to see that become a trend. I want to start seeing some grown ass men standing up on the hood of the Hobie. I've tried it. I've tried it. It's, I wouldn't recommend it. No, no. I'll have to open mine up and just stand down into the hole. That's actually a better idea. That's honestly, that's a better idea. If you literally I do it for the vantage up, point. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you gain from it, but it would be cool to see. All right. So I, the only time I ever take mine out is with the fishing gear on it. So, like, the only time I would ever try that is when it had nothing on it that I could lose. I got you. Mm. Well, we're getting towards the end of the show here. We got to pick best caller of the night. We got oh, two of them it. on right now. This ain't Bass and Bruce, Paul. We ain't going for two and a half hours, man. <laughs> I got to go to work tomorrow. Uh, got, but I'm at a white yeah. call, so I can't. Yeah. What is this? I have to go to work tomorrow. I know where you work. So. That's true. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm working from home tomorrow, to be fair. Um, <laughs> but I still got to go to bed. I, I hadn't seen my wife all day. That's the real truth. I'm going to go in there and oh, talk to her. Yeah, there we go. That's, that's a real uh, reason there. Yeah. And I was looking good in my work clothes, so who knows? <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, my goodness. Hey, before we go, quick, no, but look, we gotta we gotta pick a collar. Hang on a minute, Paul. We gotta pick a collar, man. It's the only time I've ever done math. Go ahead. I, you, we'll do your math as soon as we get this vote going in the comments for yeah, the best let, caller of the let night. People so, speak. Who gets so in, in the comments, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you're at? Who was the best caller of the night? Go. And while they're voting, Paul, go ahead with your numbers, man. All right, all right. Going back to the TOC, I find this interesting. Oh, Out of the top seventeen, two have one tournament they're qualified for the toc from what i was looking at on the website i could be wrong all right but two showed toc qualified uh -huh. first place has 279 points fourth place has 217 uh -huh. by my south carolina mathematics that's a 62 point difference what does that mean? Like, is that a lot of points or not a lot of points? Uh, well, with five events to go, I don't think it means a whole lot. if you're winning or losing. I think. <laughs> I, look, if you look at the timestamp, I asked this question 45 minutes ago. And we, we don't have Sorry, to Paul. answer it now. So y'all can answer it in the, in the chat and on the message boards. I think it means uh, there's not enough events yet to really make a determination. That's what I think. Okay. That's what I think, so, Paul. I think in the grand scheme of things, I don't think 60 points is a lot. Um, how, how much was, uh, was um, Jordan back this year? How many yeah, points big. did he yeah, He climbed late, but he was still big. Even at TOC, he was not in the top five. And he made right. that climb late. So. Mm. Chad um, Nagley's in the comments. Chad, come on and tell us your side, man. I don't, I don't, we got to get this out. Uh oh. Um, so right now, the turkey's winning the vote. 
I see I that. How, how are we going to sing? Like, I mean, we're going to need a human to step up, right? Because I don't. Can turkeys have addresses? Uh, Bob's making a comeback. We got a couple votes for Bob. Some more Coon King. That's Bob, I assume. Bob, Bob. <laughs> Jake, we have votes for Jake. Paul, you're getting the you're getting the short end of the stick because you basically stayed on like a guest host, so people aren't calling you a caller on that long. So, oh, hey, it's all good. I'm used to running a shitty ass podcast, so we good. I'm at the bottom of everything. What I'm does that mean, that. Paul? Why did you say that? Well, <laughs> listen, I, wow. I love shitty podcasts because then I can come on and be myself Thank and you. actually oh. not have well, little Jake, expectations. Jake, if you have two and a half to three and a half hours to talk shit. It's and not what I thought shit, you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> if you have that two and a half to three hours to talk shit and talk fishing, We'll have you on the podcast because this podcast for you. I have that weekly. All right. Great. There you go. Nobody loves me and wants to talk to me. So I look for anybody that wants to talk to me outside of my own, my own house. Look, Jordan Marshall had the lights go out on him before we ended the podcast. (laughs) That's because he didn't pay his bills. (laughs) Somebody hit the dump truck. All right. So it looks like from a human standpoint, Bob Baylor has made a comeback and hey. is gonna take gonna take the title between the YouTube and Facebook comments. So Bob, you're the Revo winner tonight. You also he's the uh Co Wetzel concert guy winner and also now the Revo sunglasses <laughs> caller of the night. There you go, Bob. You're the man. Hey, Bob's chasing that neon rainbow, baby. You wear them up to lacrosse. Congrats, yeah. Bob. All right, what a show tonight, Ryan. I wasn't sure if we were going get, to get going, but we got some momentum and got some great callers. Yeah, going. So. We, we, we left a little on the table, but we'll take that. We'll take that. Yeah, I think that was Luke's turkey. He just said Fred's going to be pissed, so I think Luke called that in. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, let's wrap this thing up. Broken Bow Thursday, get together for Thursday evening. Ryan will probably post some details of that later, but fun show tonight, y'all. For sure, for sure. Take care, ladies and gents. Appreciate it. Sorry, the Women's Fishing Federation couldn't couldn't uh, get everybody together. That somebody made a score run and they couldn't uh, get back in time. But shame. All right, See everybody, hey, broken bow. Thanks for letting me bring her home. I'm out. Yes, See y'all. Y'all.